Welcome to Crowding the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Wolf. Kickstart for October 16th, 2023. The days are just flying by. <laughs> they are. We're we only have one movie left to read. Well, that's not true. We have yeah, one movie left to record for for The Devil Made Me Do It, which we're doing right after this. I'm dude, this might be my favorite month we've ever done. This might be almost as good as Tubi. The Tubi month. No, almost, totally. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, it's firing on all cylinders. And yeah. I, I have been constantly, I mean, I've been pleasantly <laughs> surprised and entertained by all yes. of our choices. Yeah, yeah. I love that we, for me anyway, we bookended it with movies I'd already seen, but then the meat of the sandwich, I didn't see either one of those movies, The Order and the movie that's coming out this week. I, I Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's been a fun, fun month for sure. And it's funny, like how you brought it up, just kind of like off the cuff, kind of like, oh, this is what I saw this. And then just kind of triggered yeah. the idea of it while everybody else was making their franchise slasher. Yeah, month, man. Month talking about, yeah. Let's talk about Friday the 13th again. <laughs> anyway, I, I know there's a lot of, there were a lot of uh, retrospective theaters that were playing it. And for some people, I think Whitney had seen it for the first time in the theater, right? Did she see the 1980? Yep. Original mm-hmm. for them. I mean, the look, weekend. there's nothing wrong with it, but I mean, it's, oh, it's no, just, no, I've no. seen it so many times. And yeah. the last time I saw it, it was kind of hard to get through. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is rough. And then I remembered, you know what? Yeah. I've all, the, it was never my favorite. I mean, it was the original, no. but there are other ones in the franchise that I like way more. I'm way yeah. more entertained by, you know, part four, chapter four. Yeah, that's it. And that's, and that's on top of my list. It goes, it goes for me, it's four. And then I think I think six is probably my second favorite. I like six and I like five, uh, even though Jason's not really in it. Um, <laughs> Dude, fuck that movie. I went to the theater and I'm like going, what the fuck? <laughs> it was the most jarring thing. I know it's gotten a lot of love over the years, but it's, it's like- It's got a great uh, score. Yeah. and they, But the only thing that tells part about five isn't so much the, the reversal at the end or just being feeling like you got burned. It's just the, the theatrical version. I guess the director's cut apparently has more- gore in it, but I felt like the, it was like a TV movie. They'd cut away when stuff would happen. You never really saw anything. It's because they had Dudley from different, different strokes in it. Um, <laughs> Getting diddled by a Gordon Jump. And a very special different strokes. A very special. Look, look, we're starting to talk about Friday the 13th. Let's move on. Oh, yeah. But it would just happen. I, mean, I didn't want to ignore the it, but devil. there was. No, it's fine. Like, it, 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 again, it's a seminal horror film, especially yeah. for, you know, child. But again, you know, I mean, there's other people who love to talk about it. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> no, uh, The Order came out last Friday. Mario texted me and was like, I must have totally spaced on this movie. I didn't even remember. He goes, but I knew there was no way you guys were talking about the Van Damme movie. <laughs> Not in the middle. Not a, the devil made me do it if I was watching the Van Damme movie was because the devil made me watch that movie. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah, like you hear in the episode, it's it's a solid movie. We we had a, a good time watching it. You had already seen it. I hadn't. And uh, there there we didn't talk about that in the episode because it came about after the fact. But you had watched the deleted scene for, yep. mm-hmm. for and which is the, the flaming sword scene. Yeah, the flaming sword thing is cool, man. Like, it's weird. It's like this fevered dream that uh, Addy's character is having, like, while he's in the hospital after he's been, after he's been attacked, you know, and we, uh, when he's recovering, he's, you know, he's, he's having this crazy fevered dream in the hospital where he's seeing the demon and he's got this fucking crazy sword, this little fired sword. It, it was cool, man. Yeah. But there, there, there's, there's several really um, interesting bits they cut out, and and and, uh, and Helgen talks about why things were cut, and there there was a bunch of there was some stuff leading up to we're we're seeing um, 
Ledger's mentor, the older priest, we're seeing him. We were getting some backstory on him, which was cool that they shot it all. It gave you, you know, you really see the location and, right. but again, like he said, not really, it wasn't necessary for the character in, you know, and the story's not about him. So that stuff ended up getting cut. There's one great scene where they go into that club, that Dante's kind of inferno club and the girl with faraway eyes takes him in and. Uh, there's, you know, there's, it, it's a pretty weird CD joint. And he was saying that if, it, that was the one moment where he dug in his heels and he literally, it was the last thing he needed. He finally, he's like, every movie, there's something you, you know, you have to give in. And this is where I finally gave in. I don't know why this sequence bothered people so much, but test audiences hated it. It bugged the shit out of him. He goes, I, I, there's nothing in it that is any more disturbing you know, than anything else in this movie. But it, they, this is what they got hung up on. And the studio was like, hey, man, uh, can you cut this part out? <laughs> so finally he did. But yeah, there's some cool stuff on it, man. I picked it up for a buck. Yeah. Yeah, but man, The Order, super fun movie, man. Yeah. Uh, it, weirdly enough, when you had talked about Banderas walking away from the project, I think Banderas walked away from the project and did this movie called The Body. <laughs> Right, because you had mentioned watching it, and uh, last week at some point we were texting, and I'm like, "Was that a Tubi recommendation?" Because that's the first thing it recommended. Like, the, like we talked about when we did the whole yeah. Tubi month, that you know, you get a whole row of so uh, of uh, recommendations underneath the movie you just watched, and uh, that body was the very first thing. So as soon as you said, I watched the body, I'm like, "Holy shit, that's the movie!" I just yeah, because it's very like big bold letters, Antonio Banderas across there. It was yeah. like. I saw that it was coming on and I was cleaning some stuff up and then, you know, it was on and I was like, I sat down and I was like, oh, and I, you know, I got, I got into it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the order. Does it really fit into the devil made me do it? Maybe. Maybe. But he's great in it, Banderas. I mean, I don't want to plug it. I mean, not, you know, I'm not, we're, not gonna, we're not here to talk about the uh, body, but dude, a movie I'd never seen that was pretty underrated. Olivia Williams is great in it. And there's, there's lots to like about it. It's really, you know, it's, it's a trip. The subject matter is interesting and it certainly fits the mold of the uh, devil baby <laughs> right. do it. Angels and devils movies that would be, that were, uh, but I think that's the, I think he walked away from the order and made this. It's so crazy. Well, next kickstart next week, we're going to be doing our wrap up for the month and of all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's funny how those things get recommended like that. And I'm like, I've not even, never even heard of that damn movie before. Like, and we are, we were more along the way, we've been taking mental notes and actually verbalizing with each other, like, hey, well, the, but this movie's like this movie. Because because when we picked up on movies at the beginning of the month, there's like two or three that are like, oh, we'll talk about that when we wrap up the month. It, it's like more well-known ones, but that's why I think we've been, I've been pretty happy with what we've done is because we picked two that we've seen enough, but then maybe forgot. But that's, I think it's been, again, it's been probably one of my favorite months that we've done. Uh, since we started doing this silly thing four years or four and a half years ago, almost five, dude, it'll be five, five full years in the books come February. Yeah, man. Crazy. I know. Time flies. And you're flies. watching movies. Hey, speaking of flies, I was in the mood and I watched Cronenberg's uh, to fly on uh, uh, Saturday night and I hadn't seen it in a lot of years. But man, that movie's still fucking rocking. It's just, it's just rock solid. It's Everybody. so funny you just brought up the fly because I was gonna I was gonna talk about uh, it's playing this week at Vidiots. Oh, on is Wednesday. it really? Yep. Ah. four fifteen in the afternoon, day after tomorrow. Man, I haven't been since the since the um, return, 
But everybody I've talked to, you've been there a couple of times. Um, a couple other people I follow online that have gone and just, they've just made it their new home. They live near there, so they're going all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they they had some great stuff over the weekend too. They had a, a Saturday night thing they had. They did Near Dark and something else. Yeah, and what's great about it is that there really is a lot of parking. There's a lot. There's lots of parking. There's lots of little cool like restaurants, and uh, you know, there's a little bo- you know, there's there's stuff to do around it. Yeah, and it's just a good vibe. It's you know, it's totally different from the Santa Monica vibe around the era or. Or the lack of vibe around. Uh, there's nothing. I, I always my biggest thing with uh, the new Bev is like really there's nothing right there. I mean, El Coyote, but it's it's not like it's not right there. It's, yeah, it's, it's several and you blocks can get away. Killed crossing the street. Yeah, yeah. Even in controlled <laughs> signal intersections, it's like forget about it. You're better off getting in the car and driving. It's like only like two and a half blocks. It's not. A, it's it's walking distance, but is it safe walking distance? No, it's not. Since we already jumped in, I'm just going to give you, this is the rest of the week at Vidiots. So today at 4.30 p.m., uh, they're showing uh, Karen Kasama's Jennifer's Body. And then tonight at 7.30, so it's a double feature, I guess. I mean, I'm not sure if it's separate admission. I don't know how they do that because I never asked because I'm usually going there to see one thing specifically. But the second movie on tonight is uh, George Miller's The Witches of Eastwick, which uh, I'm not the... Here's the thing. I don't know that I've ever actually gotten all the way through the movie. Um, I'm very aware of it, you know, and, and and a lot of people love it. But hey, man, it's playing tonight. And, uh, you know, it's a double feature with Jennifer's Body. So that could be super fun. Tomorrow night, it says it's sold out, but I'm pretty sure they have a standby line, uh, is Mandy, man. So if you, you know, if you mm. haven't seen Mandy on a big screen and you want to go down there and, you know, either, you know, knock somebody off or, uh, you know, stand line and see if somebody doesn't show up, you know, you might get your chance. But Wednesday, like I said, Cronenberg's The Fly, 4.15 in the afternoon, which is cool, man. I like that they start movies like, you know, there's a good, you're kind of sitting through traffic. And uh, so if you get there before traffic, you're sitting through traffic and then you're driving home afterwards. Friday, one of your favorites, uh, Henry Selleck's Coraline. Followed by A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, Wes Craven, 1984. Dude, I love Coraline. And then uh, the late show, 10, 10 o'clock on uh, Friday night, we're getting Flowers in the Attic, which, dude, uh, Jeffrey Bloom's Flowers in the Attic, which is funny because, dude, I, I mean, everybody knows this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it came out, it was kind of, uh, I don't know that it was, a, I don't know that it was, other than the people who were into it, I don't know that it was a bit, but it's it, in these, in revival world, man, this movie plays all the time. And I love this movie. I mean, I, I remember I saw it on video because it, you know, it certainly didn't come to Visalia for no. some reason. Well, it was, it was because the, the, the novel was, was a massive yeah. hit. So it mm-hmm. had a built in audience by the time it came around. And that's when mainstream media was actually covering those kinds of things. And like, oh, here's this adaptation of this, this New York bestseller. It was on the New York bestselling list for like, like a year and a half or something. Really It's it's a good adaptation, man. There's, there's good performances. And then we get into Saturday, which goes Saturday. Dude, next Saturday is a loaded day there. One o'clock, you get the witches, the original Nicholas Rogue, the witches, Mm. Angelica Houston. Love it. Hitchcock's Rebecca at 345. Hell yeah. Jordan Peele's Get Out. Seven o'clock, and then at nine forty-five, you get Paul Schrader's Cat People. Good lord! Which is part of this. Uh, I think they do this thing. This arc. it's this is co-presented by the uh, by one of their programming partners, Synth History, because of the score. So, oh, okay. And then Sunday, you get Frankenweenie, 
Mermaids with Richard Berman, Richard Fuck. Benjamin's Mermaids with Bob Hoskins, Cher, Christina Ricci, and Michael Schofling. Oh my God, that movie's so fucking great. Yeah. And then Le- Leonor Will Never Die uh, rounds out uh, Sunday night. So that's that's your week at Vidiots, man. And Dude, man, if you got a hundred bucks, just dude. burn a hole in your pocket. That's what I'm saying. Your, go to every single one of those movies and you are going to get... You're going to have a great theater experience. Most people haven't seen half those movies. No. No. No, 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 man. I mean, again, uh, here's the thing. I've, I've never seen Jennifer's Body in a theater. Uh, it's so good. I love the crap out of it. And it gets, for me, it gets better with age too. Yeah. I mean, uh, Coraline, I not seen in the theater. Flowers in the Attic have not seen. Well, no, I haven't seen in the theater. Everything else I have seen in a theater. Oddly, even mermaids I saw in a theater. Yeah. I'm assuming that that Coraline is going to be that, like that 4k remaster that just came out. At the, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it will a be. Year ago. It was, and it's really just yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, format DCP, so I'm sure that's, that's what it'll be. Yeah. Their website's great. They give you all the information you could want. Yep. You know, so it, like I said, if you haven't seen a lot of these movies and, you, you know, you want to get out, go be social with, you know, 200 of your best pals. Yep. Go see any of these movies. There's, there's nothing playing this week that's not fucking awesome. And I have to say, when we talk about how difficult it is to navigate the American America Cinematex website. This is the opposite of that. It literally is <laughs> almost like an iPad style layout where it's just there and you see the big picture you want and you just click on it and you get all your information. It's really well laid out. So yeah, there's lots of really cool stuff at that point. I mean, Vidiots is is pretty dope. And I'm I'm really glad when they came back, I was like, you know, fingers crossed. I was really hoping they were gonna really pick up where they left off. And what's great is they're doing even better than I had hoped they would be doing. Everybody's really showing up for them, which is great. Cause that side of LA really doesn't get, you know, it's this and then Los, you know, LF3 is not too far away, but everything else is usually on the West side, you know, other than new Bev, everything's on the West side. Yeah. Um, arrows over in, in Santa Monica. So this is, I'm really happy that they're, they're, they're rebound, not just rebounding, but coming back even stronger than ever. And people are showing up, which is great because it sounds like it's selling out most shows or at least, you know, anywhere between two thirds full and full. So, which is great. I'm, I'm digging here in that. So, yeah, yeah, man. And you know, the memberships there, like, like I told you, I, I mean, I, I'm going super fan. I'm, I'm going to give my hundred bucks a year to these guys and, uh, like I said, American Cinematheque will be okay. There's plenty of people. Yeah, they don't need us. <laughs> the other thing about Vidiots, too, is they do have a rental library next door. And well, actually, it's part of the building. But they got everything, man. They, they got things you wouldn't expect them to have. A lot like how Cinephile is over on the west side. They got some great titles there. And you know, they carry all the small shops, too, as far as the boutique DVD um, producers and everything. So just check it out because their library there is massive. I mean, it's yeah. huge. It's the video sort of super cool part of it. And and it's funny because all week long on ABC for at least three days, they did, uh, they ran little, they ran little bits on videos. So it was super cool. And the numbers of physical media that they're renting per week is pretty staggering. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, that's pretty fantastic. Now, and I, I'm pretty sure about this. If you are a member and you go online to the Vidiot's website, you can hold titles yep, and roll down absolutely. there and pick them up, and which is really cool. Again, the one thing about Vidiot's has always been really neat is they're very much like the old mom, pa type video store where you could 
reserve a movie. It wasn't like Blockbuster or Hollywood Video where you just kind of first come, first serve, go fuck yourself. This, they, this is like those small shops that really cater to the movie lover, not just the casual Friday night renter. You can reserve something when it's, you know, and just sit around and wait for it. And it'll let you know too. It'll let you know that there's how many copies they have, how many are checked out and how many holes. So there's like three or four holes. You kind of like, all right, well, is that worth putting my name in to hold that? Or should I just wait or should I just go ahead and rent something else? It's really well laid out. And it's the only rental house that I've seen that does that. Cinephile doesn't do that. Cinephile is very minimalistic, but the, I mean, I'm not trying to take a dump on Cinephile. The, their selection is fantastic. A bunch of great people over there running that, running that shop. But again, if you're on the east side, <laughs> Vidius is your spot. If you're on the west side, Cinephile is your spot. They're movie lovers and they know what... Yeah, man. Uh, and also, that's another thing too, is they, they have great recommendations too. And if, you, and if you don't see something posted for recommendations, ask them because everybody there is really well versed in stuff. And they're always going to give you 10 movies yeah, you've never even heard of. Everybody loves what they do there. So, yeah. you know, that's part of it too. It's like, you know, it's no, there's no bitter, like, you know, there's not somebody there that, you know, I fucking hate this job. There's nobody yeah. like that. Nobody, nobody hates their job there, which is awesome too. I mean, and look, dude, for a hundred bucks a year, yeah. you get quite a bit of cool stuff. I mean, yeah. look, here's the thing. No late fees <laughs> right. in the video store. Okay. Look, cause I, you know, me, I probably own a bunch of stuff because I, not physically had, but the, in late fees that I paid for things when I rent them, I probably could have owned them. You know, you get seven night rentals. Uh, they, they've just laid it out. I mean, and that's just for the super fan package, the $100, $100 membership, which, you know, it, you go all the way up to 250 but the super fan, you get quite a bit for just, you know, for your 100 bucks. So, like, I mean, I feel like if you spread that $100 out over the course of uh, 12 months, it's like $8.00. You're paying a little eight fifty, eight twenty five, eight twenty five a month. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's it's not, don't, no lattes for a day for you. <laughs> I was bummed because uh, we had family in out of uh, from out of town on Saturday, so I wasn't able to go see see the Howling, which everybody knows. If you listen to this show, know it's my favorite werewolf movie, and to see it on the big screen again would have been fun. I haven't seen it on the big screen since maybe the thirtieth anniversary, so. It's been a good 10 plus years. That's the kind of programming they do there. That, that's just so fun. Everybody else is doing the obvious stuff over that weekend, but here they are showing, showing stuff that a lot of theaters aren't showing. So, yeah, they're solid. Guess, give your attention. I'll, I'll make sure to put in the show notes for all their links, you know, links to their website as well as their the socials because their Instagram page is kind of fun too. They're always posting really neat stuff. Anyway, so... Uh, we kind of talked about this pre-mic. We're not going to get into it too much. You know, we're always recommend recommending new releases that come out on disc that week. This can be there's not a lot coming out this week, but you know, the big news is, and if you're a collector and you know this, that Best Buy announced that for 2024 they are not going to be carrying physical me media anymore, whether it's online or in store. Which, as we've talked about on the show, and and you have experienced a lot more than I have. The writing was on the wall. Dude, yeah, I mean, it's like, there's nothing. There's like zero. They don't even have bins of like, you know, I used to go there and you could squeak, find some stuff in the cheap bins, right? Like things you're, not, none of that. There's like a new release kiosk at the front and it's kind of it, man. They got right. one wall with some steel, not even a full wall, like half of an aisle of, uh, you know, steel books and things like that. But every time I go there, that wall is smaller and smaller. I mean, it's yeah. literally like two, two shelves full of stuff now. It's, yeah. uh, you know, and, but that kind of, I feel like th that's Best Buy 
not just discs and everything. It's like everything in Best Buy, <laughs> unless you want to, even the TVs and stuff. It's weird, man. Like, I feel like that place is on its way out. Video games are 100% the same way. They're, they're even scarcer than, the, than they were just a year ago. I feel like this time next year, we'll be talking about Best Buy. They've just made an announcement that they're going out of business, like the good guys or any of those other, you know, fries or any of those other places. I don't think Best Buy is long for the business world. No, and I, I've still been surprised as long as we've been around after a circuit city went under. I thought they were right, right around and the good corner. good guys, dude. Like, I thought Best Buy was next. Yeah, and they they've, somehow they've hung around long enough because they, what they did was they partnered up with a really large appliance. Yeah, Pacific Sales. Yeah, so they hook up a Pacific Sales, and then for a short while they were in high-end stuff with Magnolia. So they, they, they partnered up with the right people that just kept them in business, not flourishing, just in business. But here's the, here's the thing. As far as the collectors go, the boutique shops are still doing their thing. If you are somebody that wants their physical media, where you're really going to start getting worried is when Walmart stops carrying them. That's when you have to start worrying that because, I mean, no, nobody sells more discs than Walmart. So that's the real when you start worrying. But like, you know, this is a long time coming. Other than the exclusive steel books they're getting once in a while, somebody else will start doing it. But we'll see. Again, there's not much to, more to talk about. There's plenty of places to read more, all, all the details about it. But the bottom line is no more opticals from Best Buy going forward. You have to spend your money elsewhere, man. If you're thinking about buying four movies this week or five movies this week, go rent something or gosh, how about this? Go to Vidiots, dude. Just rent go it. Go to Vidiots. Exactly. What I was about to say. Or go Kevin. see us sit in a theater and watch a movie. Yeah. How about this? You got a hundred bucks to burn. You go, go see a movie you, you've never heard of in the theater and take a couple of friends with you. They'd go... That way, you know, you have some, you have something to talk about afterwards. I mean, there's lots of really great movies that are out there. Even in the smallest of towns are going to have movies you haven't heard of before. So please go sit in the theater. Don't sit on the couch if you can avoid it. We've sat on the couch enough as it is. Anyway, so we got uh, the third episode for the month coming out this Wednesday on Patreon, Friday for public consumption. Mm-hmm. And then next week, we'll, the, the month will be wrapped up and... We're moving on to November, so. November. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to follow us on the socials, it's at Karate Pod on all the usual spots, Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram. You can follow Corey on Instagram at Culprit97 and on Letterboxd at Corey underscore Culp. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Tom Cody at Letterboxd.com. That's Tom Cody. Letterbox.com or Sharky's Machine. One of those two, you'll find me. Well, if you find me or you find this show, you'll find Freddie following one of those. That's the one you want to follow. Bew.